The characters portrayed in the following story are fictional, but the events are based on true accounts. It's up to you to decide what is believable or bullshit. Timothy grew up a nice little kid. He did his homework and helped around the house when needed. In his free time, he'd play outside in the backyard for hours, pretending to be a soldier or a dragon or sometimes even a mailman. The backyard had no fence, but was instead interrupted by a vast forest. Timothy wasn't allowed to venture past the backyard and explore among the trees. He didn't understand why, but sometimes, while he played, he'd see fur moving past the giant trunks. The fur was never the same. Black one day, brown the next. Maybe it even looked like human skin once or twice. Timothy was curious, but obeyed his mother. Come inside before dark, she'd say. If Timothy ever ignored her voice for even a couple of seconds, her tone would turn sharp. Timothy, get inside, now! At times, she'd grab him and quicken her pace until he was being dragged into the house. She'd then turn around and yell to the forest. He just didn't hear me. He's an obedient boy. A moment of silence would pass. Dinner's ready, Timothy. A few years later, something terribly vile happened to Timothy. He became a teenager. The good little boy in him fought against the need to rebel, the need to become his own man and pursue his curiosities. He still obeyed his mother, sometimes with an obvious reluctancy, but there was always a growing thought in the back of his head. What's behind that tree line? The fur that moved back there when he was a kid seemed to move slower. Sometimes it would even stop, like it noticed him. Whenever he would ask his mother about the mysterious figure, she'd brush it off. It's probably a bear. Better not disturb it. He gravitated further towards the forest every day. One day, he finally made the decision. He mustered up all the courage a teenager could possess. With the help of a little ignorance, he left the backyard. The trees swallowed him completely. Timothy was admitted into a mental hospital a year later. Still a boy, but the lines on his face drew the picture of an aged man. Either he lost use for words, or they just couldn't describe the images in his head. He remained quiet 
for the years to come. Taped interview with Timothy Buchanan. In the room is just him and myself. Timothy, is there any chance you feel like talking today? My name is Jeremiah. I respect that you don't waste any words. I'll, I'll be direct then. In your file, it says you entered a forest at the age of 13 but didn't return for three days. Is this correct? Uh, let it be noted that Timothy has just nodded. Um, did you get lost? Uh, Timothy just shook his head. Uh, did you see something? Timothy is, is nodding. W what did you see? Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry? My mother. My father. Hey, mister, you'll tell my mom that I'm behaving, won't you? The following people are real, but have no experience in the stories they discuss. Listener discretion is advised. Enjoy. <laughs> is that good? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you probably do multiple takes. You made me do multiple takes. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to The Believable and the Bullshit. My name is Ben. My name is Justin. And together we research local urban legends and see if they can stand up to the scrutiny of two less than qualified podcasters. So, very... Very less than qualified podcasters, but... Very amateur and mediocre and... Hey, you know, let's not sell ourselves too short. It's <laughs> another synonym. <laughs> anyway, you just heard the story about uh, Los El Cuco. Is that what, how it's pronounced? El Cucoy. El Cucoy. I think. Okay. I, I looked up a video on how to pronounce it, <laughs> and that's what I got. Okay, so tell me about this urban legend, because I've never heard of it before. Um, yeah, this is literally the first time I've ever heard of anything similar to that. This so. is the first time you've ever heard of anything. All right. Well, there's yep, a lot to yeah. go. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess to, just to start from the beginning, from its origins, El Cucoy started in Portugal. Really? And just from there, it sort of grew into just this boogeyman in Hispanic culture. So if kids would disobey their parents... The parents would be like, hey, shape up, or El Cucoy is going to either, you know, murder you, kidnap you, scare you. It really depended on how violent your parents were. It seems a little bit extreme. Yeah. At times, it became something where it's like, okay, well, now are you just giving your child PTSD? Or are you actually <laughs> making them behave? I mean, like... That sounds familiar to like some of like the Christmas stories that I've heard. Like, I guess like Santa to a lesser degree. Like, he doesn't straight up kill you, but mm -hmm. you just like you don't get any presents or you get like a lump of coal. Santa is is 
Santa is the much better version of El Kukoi. Yeah, and there's actually like a positive side to him, whereas like this one, you're just like, nah. You're just gonna yeah, die. El Kukoi doesn't give you any presents <laughs> if you behave. He just doesn't kill you. And then there's like, of course, like Krampus, which is the guy who's, if you're bad, you're going to get kidnapped and die, which is like uh, the only yeah. thing that's similar to this story that I've ever heard. But when I was listening to the story, I was, I took notice that they didn't really give a description of the monster per mm-hmm. se it was just kind of really vague can yeah. you tell me more about that because so in in my research into el kukoi there was no really description of its face and that's on purpose all the you know stories about this mythical legend kind of hinge on the very fact that it doesn't have an image it doesn't have a look to it it's mm-hmm. just like this thing's going to come for you, and it's scary, but it doesn't look like anything or nothing that you can really comprehend. Like, there's little descriptions of, of it based on its fur. Like, mm-hmm. some descriptions say it's it looks like maybe a bear or maybe a wolf or something, but then you get to its face, and it's like, oh, wait, I have no idea what I'm looking at now. So is it like the figure like of a man? Does it have like a like a humanoid body, or is it just like... I don't know, this like shapeless form that is just hiding out in the woods, kidnapping children. Well, it changes over time and from culture to culture. So there are accounts of it that describe it looking more like an animal. And there are accounts of it that say, no, it looks more like a creepy man or or even an old lady or something like that. It's made appearances in mainstream culture in shows like Grimm. I don't know if you've ever seen I've, that. I've heard of it, yeah. yeah. Heard of it? Okay. In Grimm, it was basically just a shapeshifter that mostly turned in sort of a werewolf. Okay. Because they had to add some description of it since it's television, so they had to make it look like something, you know? But mm-hmm. nowadays, most accounts say, like, it doesn't look like anything. So mainstream culture kind of uh, twisted it in their own way to change its its actual, actual image that it originally had. When I wrote that story, I was... I was in their kind of same position. Yeah, I had to describe it, but the descriptions are very of it are very vague. You you took some creative liberties. Yeah, call it when Timothy walked into the forest. I cut that entire part out and then Mm -hmm. just skipped to the interview because I wanted it to be very mysterious with what he saw, and he didn't even give a good description at the end of it. Um, I know that's kind of disappointing for anyone that may have been into that story, but that's. That's how this myth is. It adds to the mystery a little bit, sort of. Sure, sure, yeah. The shapeless being hiding out in the woods. Ooh, I don't know. All right. <laughs> um, all right, so let's sort of figure out whether we think this is actually believable, like it could happen, or if it's like fake news. Like, Yeah, that's what this podcast is about, right? So given that it doesn't have any form or discernible form that we know of, I'm going to have to lean towards the fact that it is not real or not even believable, I would say, because it's like the fact that it doesn't have a shape and it doesn't have like accurate descriptions over like multiple stories doesn't really lead me to believe that it actually exists right? because it could just be a wolf that this guy saw in the woods one time or it could just be this weird dude that happened to be walking in the woods and then he saw them and he's like, oh, it's... Uh, I don't know, a monster or something like that. So Absolutely. I, I'm going to agree with you that it is bullshit mm-hmm. just because the accounts aren't consistent. It's like over time, like I said, it changes 
And even the name has changed a lot. Really? So we're referring to it as El Kukwe, uh, or is that what I said? I can't even remember what I said in the beginning. <laughs> you looked but, it up, man. Come on. Yeah, yeah, I have to look it up again. But it, there's like five different names for it. Hmm. So not only are there different names, but there's different accounts of what it looked like. And there's different just depending on where you ask people about it you're going to get a different answer. And the only thing that stays the same is that it's sort of a boogeyman that scares children. Right. So that's the very fact that the accounts don't stay consistent make me think that it's just a story passed on from generation to family to family to culture. Yeah. Just kind of keep kids in line, you know? Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. As a parent, (laughs) you need all the tools and your inventory to try to keep your kid in line. That seems lazy, though. Come on, <laughs> Got to be a little bit better parent than that. Well, you can either read a book about parenting or you can say, hey, dude, like, <laughs> you're going to fucking die if you don't do the right thing. <laughs> you're just going to, like, get kidnapped by a monster that we don't know what it's going to look like and we're never going to see you again. Yeah. So, yeah. Eat, so eat your green beans and be happy. That's basically I, what they're saying. I actually uh, read some stories of parents who imitated El Kukwe? No. Yeah, like stood outside their uh, kid's bedroom window. It's going to traumatize the kid. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah, it's going to ruin that kid's life, but I guarantee you he'll go to bed on time the next day. (laughs) Yeah, out of fear. It's not going to be out of like respect or like obedience. It's going to be because he's scared shitless of this thing that he saw outside one time that could kidnap him and kill him. Well, if if he's a little shit, then you need to scare him shitless. Okay, well, all right. I think we both agree that not only is this story completely a bullshit, but it is also wrong. And right. And you should not tell your kids this story to make them behave. Be good parents, guys. But, you know, that's just our opinion. But I was able to contact someone who has a bit more expertise on this legend. My name's Jasmine Guerra. I'm from Eagle Pass. That's on the border with Mexico. So Jasmine actually grew up hearing stories about this mysterious monster. When I was pretty young, like four or five, I remember them telling me, behave or the kukui is going to come and get you. And I was scared because the kukui is a monster, you know? He eats children. He takes you away from your parents. Like, I was, I was terrified. They got my older cousins in on it, saying like, oh, yeah, um, my classmate, she was taken by el kukui. And I was like, oh, my gosh, he's going to take me. She actually remembers it being a pretty big part of her childhood. When I was small, like, I would sleep with the lights off and with the door to the closet open, which is a big mistake Then now that I think about it, because I would often see, like, little shadows and stuff. It was probably my imagination. But um, I would often go to the hallway and, like, turn on the lights, and my mom would be like, no, turn them off. And I'm like, no. Like, they're staying on, because I'm scared. So a couple days after the interview, Jasmine actually emailed me. She said she forgot to tell me that as an adult... Her and her friends will sometimes joke around about El Kakoi. If they hear something strange or see something out of the ordinary, they'll blame it on the legend. But now I know El Kakoi doesn't exist, and it was just a myth, so my parents could get me to behave. Are you sure that it doesn't exist? You know what? I have a dog, and she's barely fierce, so if he comes, I'm sure she's going to protect me. All right. Well, that's all the information that we got. Mm-hmm. Hope you guys enjoyed. Yeah. Um, ben, tell them about honey. Honey. Uh, so 
Honey is a really cool extension that you can add onto your Google Chrome or any browser, in fact, um, and it saves you money. Whenever you're shopping online, you can just go to the checkout page and it automatically uh, fills in all the promo codes that you would put down that you normally have to search on the internet. And that's really time consuming and mm -hmm. I hate it. Um, but Honey makes it easy and they get you the promo codes and they save you money. And the best part about it is it is completely free. Um, you don't have to pay anything. There's like no subscription. You just download it and then it works. Um, ben, tell them how much money Honey is paying us. Um, absolutely zero. I just like the company. Um, but I wish best. they were paying us. Honey, if you're listening to this, I am open to sell my soul. Please. We're actually broke college kids and we're doing this for fun. So I'm wearing the same shirt that I wore yesterday. <laughs> Don't tell them that. They can't see us, bro. <laughs> okay. Um, well, thanks for listening, guys. Um, we'll see you on the next episode where we talk about some urban legends from White Rock Lake. Um, Ooh, is that what we're doing next? Yeah. To give them a little little promo there. Um, I'm going to just say that there's a lady involved and a goat man might appear. So that's all you're going to get from me. That is beautiful. I want to see that goat man. All right. We'll talk to you guys later. <laughs> yeah. Talk to you later. <laughs> see ya. Bye.